Why do you allocate so much time to meditation? It'd make more sense if you just uh, work to make a lot of money, like a good Protestant, and then you could use the religion to say that uh, you could reach eternal life at death. Okay, so if you had the right religion, huh? but um, but there was a saint who said if said if um. You could only achieve eternal life after death that I'm not interested in that path. <laughs> so I'm not interested in that one. So I'm going to allocate according to the way I like it. Okay. It's this poem. It's about, I say, life is just time allocation. Yeah. So this poem, I'm reading my poems, uh, poems read by the author from June 22nd, 2018, about three years back, in the poetry of David Smith, New York City, Wix Block, uh, David Smith 208. This poem is, it's like I have to allocate some time to eternity, <laughs> poem. It's like I have to allocate some time to eternity, since this place will not last. Oh, okay. This place isn't lasting. In the end, you just conclude balance. <laughs> In the end, you just conclude balance. Okay. What is the answer? Three to the soul, one to the body. All right, well... I think what he's saying is you devote three hours to the soul and one to the body. <laughs> yeah, but you've been doing uh, like one to the soul and three to the body with your tennis and stuff, so your poems are just not working out and uh, you haven't been doing your three hours. So. You better read your poetry. Okay. Three to the soul, one to the body. There's nothing wrong with pumping up the mind with wisdom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can continue to read scriptures and the Bible. And, uh, old men try to get Zen after their knees break. Oh, wait a minute. After their knees break? Oh. Old men, too? Yeah, they try to get into sin after the knees break. I am lucky that I started young. In the end, you want control of the mind, simplicity, and refined. Art and culture only really counts that is divine. <laughs> also, you're not into arts and culture. That's not that divine, really. <laughs> This one has a picture here. It says, it's kind of interesting. It says, the Buddha, the enlightened one. This image, based on ancient Indian oral and visible tradition, is thought to best represent Buddha as he actually appeared. As a Buddha, Gautama was completely free of all sexual impulses. Such impulses were extinguished upon his entry into nirvana. Huh. Well, well, you better think about that. I know. Yeah, I guess you have to think about how you're going to allocate your time. That's that's why you have to live alone so you can manage your time. Okay. Because I'd like to have to allocate some time to eternity. Oh. Isn't that more of like a picture than a poem? Because <laughs> you just used a poem as an excuse to post a picture. Well, it could be a haiku, so it could be short. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, poem after Sagio. The moon was never the same. Oh, so you're never the same after. 
After Sagir, the moon was never the same. After Isha, the ants were never the same. The moon kept reappearing, or I kept looking. <laughs> wow. Good haiku is like honey on a silver spoon. Summer solstice, New York, June 21. Hmm. It's not bad. That's, um, uh, it's a haiku. It has honey on a spoon, and it has Northern Boulevard with the moon. <laughs> after Sag, yeah, he's saying that after reading the poetry of Sagyo, haiku poet of Japan, that um, you'll never think of the moon as the same. And after Isha, Issa, you'll never think of ants the same. So the poem goes, after Sagyo, the moon was never the same. After Issa, I-S-S-A, the ants were never the same. Uh, the moon kept reappearing, or I kept looking. Good haiku is like honey on a silver spoon. Uh -huh. Yeah, you should put down Sagio. He's a great poet. He's like, was admired by uh, Basho. And this is, is this a haiku? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess so. should put stop it after I've done jury duty at least twice now and um, uh, a lot of times you're just not called you just have to wait to, oh you could just meditate huh yeah I just had to wait around <laughs> is that what happened do you write from your life and you had jury duty <laughs> Yeah, this is, and did, how could you eat that, that sandwich? Oh my God, the bread, forget about it. Huh? Poem, jury duty proves my theory. Most coming events are trivial. The mind thinks there will be a grandiose trial. The reality is you take a number, sit in contemplation, read the paper, eat a falafel, then nothing happens. Okay. Like most other things in life, they turn out to be trivial. Wow. So there's not going to be a grandiose trial in which you are a principal player and you have to listen to this famous trial and you're not going to be selected. No. The mind's rumblings can be cut after quiet meditation. The mind's mission is to turn you into a tree toad. <laughs> Wow. So you're saying uh, life is like a jury duty and the way the mind works. <laughs> I kind of like this poem. It says, jury duty proves my theory. Most coming events are trivial. The mind thinks there will be a grandiose trial. Wow. Yeah, I, you could have been selected and been in a long trial. <laughs> The reality is you take a number, you sit in contemplation, you read the paper, you eat a falafel, then nothing happens. <laughs> like most other things in life, they turn out to be trivial. The mind's ramblings can be cut after quiet meditation. The mind's mission is to turn you into a tree toad. <laughs> Uh, so what you're saying is that uh, you're uh, worrying about things. Uh, you worry that some, about things that are going to happen, and you augment them to such a grand level that uh, you'll see yourself being put on trial <laughs> when you could be sitting in quiet meditation. Hmm. Hmm.
What is an advanced meditation sitting like? Uh, oh, let's see what you say in the poem. Uh, is it advanced? In this simple case of the advanced meditation sitting, uh, we all wondered what had happened. Was it a neuroplasticity transformation? Was it a stem cell regeneration? Was it a state of satisfaction? There seemed a great ado about doing nothing. Okay. It is nice to have the energy in the head instead of stuck in the groin. Uh One should open up a trail going straight up uh with this trail cut into the head. One can walk through a tunnel into the light. Then the inner moon comes into sight. But one must do what is right because one false move and it is all gone. Oh no. Darn. That is only the beginning. Next you have to stay there very long. What was Buddha doing when he had a big experience? Yeah, what was he doing? He subsequently became an advisor. He is generally considered wise, but not many have read the entire Pali Canon or know where to find it. Yeah, do you know where it is? Uh, do you have it? Have you read it? Goodness gracious. Apparently not. I don't know anything hardly. I teach meditation class called, quote, How to Sit for Six Hours, unquote. The class has a prerequisite. You have to sit for six hours before you come. <laughs> and at the same time, I have, I have to have sat for six hours already. Oh, that's very interesting class. So you teach how to sit for six hours. The class has a prerequisite. You have to sit for six hours before you come. And at the same time, I have to have sat for six hours already. Okay. Thus, the meditation I teach is a victory lab technique. If they have a question, I can't answer without my tea. Oh, I see. So you won't answer anybody without tea. You might even eat after a long period of being empty. It is not graduation, but only the beginning. Hmm. Oh, interesting poem. So that's how your class works, I guess. So you have a meditation class, yeah. Wow. I'd like to see that happen, huh? Wow. Was it a neuroplasticity that happened to you, or did your brain cells, stem cells regenerate? Huh. Yeah, I think so. They do. With the, if you do meditation and fasting, uh, fasting can help that if you don't know how to meditate and haven't taken my class. Uh, uh, so in the simple. So that is a simple case of the advanced medication class. Uh, you don't like the word meditation? That's <laughs> strange because most of your poems are about meditation. What is it about the word meditation? You don't want to know that you're even meditating or... What is it you don't want to know? says, I never liked the word meditation. How could that be? I thought you liked to meditate. (laughs) D.S. Poem, June 18th, 2018. Then it has a picture of Meat House. (laughs) Poem, I never liked the word meditation. It would be better to say, just to say, sitting or reconnecting. Uh-huh. Hmm. Well, you're saying you should just, it's, it's arrogant or something about it. Uh, to, you should just say, you're just sitting there. Huh. Oh, you're just sitting, okay.
So you were just sitting on a sabuton and you weren't even meditating. No, I just sat on a sabuton. It is somewhat insulting to describe a state. Oh, so yeah, these podcasts are probably insulting because you often describe a state. Yeah. Hmm. It is somewhat insulting to describe a state. Maybe not meditating should just be called dissipating. Huh, not meditating. Oh, okay. But you can describe the state of not meditating, which could be called dissipating. If someone asked what you did today, you could say, quote, I was dissipating my attention by not sitting still. Okay. So that's what you are going to do today. (laughs) Yeah, if I take my car out in heavy traffic (laughs) today, um, the traffic's gotten so heavy, it's like irritating me now. (laughs) Well, what happened? Yeah, it's September in New York, or even in Queens, I mean... All the lanes, all the avenues were plugged up. Oh, I see. Did you dissipate your attention in traffic? (laughs) If someone asked what you did today, you could say, quote, I was dissipating my attention by not being still, unquote, as a general case. Outer activity should not be the norm. With overpopulation and overcrowding, half the population on alternate days should sit home in meditation. Oh, you're using that word, though. Hmm. At the same time, you don't like the word you're telling people to do it. (laughs) Then you would need fewer roads and bridges. Uh Yeah, what can they do? They have to make... There, you can't really make more roads and bridges. Hmm. And the traffic is not good. Oh, then you can't take your car. You're going to have to walk, I guess. And you refuse to get a power scooter. And uh, you've refused to get a scooter and refused to get a motorcycle. And you, you have your bicycle. <laughs> And what is the problem? Well, take mass transit. Yeah, why don't you take the New York City ferry or something? Okay. Then you would need fewer roads and bridges. If someone has a health problem, the doctor might say, quote, Oh, he had his eyes open more than they were closed, unquote. That's what he would say. Yeah, like... If you have a health problem, I would say, oh, you must have had your eyes open more than they were closed. Okay. Oh, is that the cause of health problems? Yeah. Yeah, it's not sitting in contemplation long enough. It is too bad we have doctors who are fools. Even animals have more sense. Birds sing when it is appropriate, and rest when it is dark. Huh. So what happened? You were out with the car after dark or something? On a Friday night, and you were stuck in heavy traffic, and the birds have more sense than you have. You're like a, you're like worse, you don't even, you're not even a bird brain, you're dumber than a bird. You went out. Oh, yeah, I went out in heavy traffic and dissipated my attention. Oh, I see. Even animals have more sense. Birds sing when it is appropriate and rest when it is dark. They have sex in the spring and fly away in the fall. Wow. Why don't you do that? (laughs) You could have sex in the spring and fly away in the fall. (laughs) Where are you going to go in the fall? Humans are a mess and act with their brains. Humans are supposed to have a dragon mind. 
not an app and a motor. Oh. Oh, I see. You're you're saying, huh? This coffee is actually making me hot. <laughs> oh. Is that tea or coffee? What is all the coffee? I have some coffee. Hmm. hmm. Humans are a mess. Well, humans are supposed to have a dragon mind. Well, you should have a dragon mind and not have this app open doing a podcast. Oh, I see. And a motor. And if you hadn't taken your motor, you wouldn't have dissipated your attention. Okay. Yeah, I know you say how you're not buying a new car because you've had enough of the old one, huh? Yeah, you would dissipate your attention if you got a new car. Because people would, more people would want a ride from you. Yeah, if you keep the old car, less people want a ride. Okay. Some people think mindfulness is the next step in human evolution and that anger, lust, egotism, greed, and gluttony are obsolete. Oh, I see. Oh yeah, some people they they are into mindfulness, so and that's the next step in human evolution. But they're not tackling anger, lust, egotism, greed and gluttony. Oh why aren't they? Oh I see. Maybe they could be eliminated with an implant. Are you getting an implant? With man in close quarters you need serious social Evolution. Oh, so you're, it's interesting you're, you're addressing overcrowding in a way with your traffic problem and this poem and what happened here. Hmm. But why don't you like meditation? Or, or you're just saying you should use fancy words to describe sitting still on a Zabutan. Interesting kind of poem. Could you read it again without all the dissipating attention? Okay. Poem. I never liked the word meditation. It would be better to just, to just to say sitting or reconnecting. It is somewhat insulting to describe a state. Maybe not meditating should just be called dissipating. If someone asked what you did today, you could say, quote, I was dissipating my attention by not being still, unquote. As a general case, <laughs> outer activity should not be the norm. With overpopulation and overcrowding, half the population on alternate days should sit home in meditation. Oh, yeah. Wow. Do they have to have their... Are those the ones that don't have their uh, their vaccine... Uh, their <laughs> vaccine app? Uh, the ones who haven't got the, their two vaccines or... They don't have their clear thing, or they're not cleared to go out. Hmm. Yeah, the ones who aren't vaccinated have to stay home in meditation. Then you would need fewer roads and bridges. If someone has a health problem, the doctor might say, quote, Oh, he had his eyes open more than they were closed, unquote. It is too bad we have doctors who are fools. Even animals have more sense. Birds sing when it is appropriate and rest when it is dark. They have sex in the spring and fly away in the fall. Yeah, I still think that's what you should do. So. Why don't you still have sex in the spring? I know you're a celibate monk and all that stuff, but... Oh. The Tao, the Taoist, uh, some of them have sex in the spring. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. 
And where are you flying away to in the fall? The fall could be nice. Oh, I see. Humans are a mess and act with their brains. Humans are supposed to have a dragon mind. Not an app. Not a not a not an anchor like podcasting app and and a motor like in a car. Some people think mindfulness is the next step in human evolution. That anger, lust, egotism, greed, and gluttony are obsolete. Hmm. Maybe they could be eliminated with an implant. With man in close quarters, you need serious social evolution. (laughs) Yeah, maybe they should get more serious than just uh, mindfulness and be, instead of being mindful. Do you like mindfulness? You said you don't, never like the word meditation, so you should be more mindful of your meditation. You must have been reading the poetry of Sagio, the Japanese haiku poet. Uh, oh, did you learn about him? Uh, yeah, you started out, you've you read The Narrow Road to the Deep North or something with Basho and somehow figured out he liked Sagio and he, he admired Sagio, Basho did. And so then you got into Sagio. So is that, ins- did he inspire your poetry? <laughs> Does he, yeah. So the next poem is June 15th says, it is better to see the inner moon. Oh, as opposed to the outer, the better inner, inner moon, yeah. Poem. It is better to see the inner moon than always be eating with a spoon. Huh. In your stomach, you'll leave some extra room. Huh. Okay. It is better to see the inner moon than always be eating with a spoon. In your stomach, leave some extra room. Okay. If you maintain your frame, you can sit with one pointed aim. Okay. From this poem, take some inspiration and crush the body's hesitation. Why wait until another date? Or if it could just end up, or it could just end up being too late. This poem ended when I ran out of time, no other reason. Oh, okay. You just, well, you don't have to write a long poem. If you run out of time, just end the poem, okay. Is that how you write your poems? You just write until you run out of time. Yeah, that's how I write them. Oh, that's how you've written so many poems. You just write and then quit and... And then uh, when you run out of time. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, that was a nice poem. I liked the poem. You mean the author liked the poem, yeah. It has some olives or something here, and it has a picture of Sagio looking at the moon. <laughs> it says, poem, It is better to see the inner moon than always be eating with a spoon. In your stomach, leave some extra room. If you maintain your frame, you can sit with one pointed aim. From this poem, take some inspiration and crush the body's hesitation. Why wait until another date, or it could just end up being too late? This poem ended when podcast ended when I ran out of time and and needed to go get another cup of coffee. Or, or uh, something. This poem ended when I ran out of time. No other reason. Oh, so this podcast is running out of time, yeah. So instead of podcasting, it is better to see the inner moon. 
I wonder if today is going to be a good day. Well, you've argued in your poetry that any day you have after you've meditated, it turns out to be a pretty good day. Oh, well, that's right. So, you... Yeah. Yeah, it should be pretty good if you've meditated. Okay. And the, this poem... June 14th uh, uh, says, today is a good day. Oh, okay. Well, I should hope so. And you have a butterfly with some flowers. Well, that makes it good. Well, the flowers make it good at least. Okay. Home. Today is a good day for total enlightenment. Oh, okay. Tomorrow is not a good day. There will actually be a major disruption. Oh, no. Darn, tomorrow. I hope this is not a prophetic podcast or a prophetic poem. Wow. Uh-oh. That scares me. Oh, well, today is a good day for total enlightenment. You could do some more meditation today. Okay. Tomorrow is not a good day. There will actually be a major disruption. When Darshan says, quote, saucy breeze, I kiss you, unquote, he is thinking of charged particles he encounters on the road to the emperor. Really? So you are interpreting his, his poetry, huh? Yeah, it says, poem, Today is a good day for total enlightenment. Tomorrow is not a good day. There will actually be a major disruption. Oh, is that in the traffic problem continues? Or what's going on tomorrow? You should be careful driving. I mean, I don't know if you're going to go to the beach. or I don't know. When Darshan says, quote, saucy breeze, I kiss you, unquote, he is thinking of charged particles he encounters on the road to the emperor. Like a caterpillar, you break out of your cocoon through transformation, only to become a butterfly. Those who do not meditate remain a bug and undergo no change. You remain just a pest with no transformation. They are also crippled and ineffective and cannot fly. They will always ask you questions like, why? Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you have people that ask, constantly ask questions? Like, uh, they'll ask you. Just non-stop asking questions. It's like the irritating or something. <laughs> Today is a good day not to be asked a lot of questions. Uh And are you going to remain a bug and be a pest? Uh, You could reincarnate as a mosquito, I guess. Uh Hmm. Well, that's another good poem in a way. And I guess it please says that today will be a good day. At least June 14th was. Today is a good day. Today is a good day for total enlightenment. Tomorrow is not a good day. There will actually be a major disruption. Huh. When Darshan says, quote, saucy breeze, I kiss you, unquote, he's thinking of charged particles he encounters on the road to the emperor. Like a caterpillar, you break out of your cocoon through transformation, not only to become a butterfly. Hmm. So that's what you do in meditation, which you don't like to use the word. So, 
you should say transformation process, I guess, uh, while you're sitting on a sabutan doing nothing. Those who do not meditate or do transformation or sazen sitting, those who do not meditate remain a bug and undergo no change. They remain just a pest with no transformation. They are also crippled and ineffective and cannot fly. Oh, I see, so they're cripples now. Do they usually have broken knees and things like that, or they're crippled and they have to wear a leg brace? <laughs> Do they wear those suction? Uh, Do you have to wear like uh, yeah, you have to put on all these uh, things. Uh, yeah, they're crippled uh, mentally. They are also crippled and ineffective and cannot fly. They will always ask you questions like why. Yeah, they ask, they talk a lot and ask questions all the time. So that is the same thing as being a pest. Uh, but hopefully today, for me, will be a good day. Are you doing these podcasts to try to induce some vitality into your into your life or in the life of others? Or, or how do you induce vitality? Or did you induce it? Or do you have any vitality? Or are you just exhausted from getting up too early and uh, and your meditations just haven't been long enough to have vitality. Yeah, I guess they're not long enough to have any vitality. That's why there's no vitality. Well, who has vitality and where do you get it? Uh, well, okay, the next poem, we'll see what it tells you since you're lacking in vitality. You could read your old poems, maybe, and podcast and try to induce some vitality into yourself from your past poems. Okay. June 13, 2018, poem. Okay. Are you going to get some? Trying to induce vitality. Uh All right, let's do it. All right. Poem. It seems we are mostly trying to induce vitality, or chi. That's the C-H-I stuff. Chi. We use meditation exercise, superfoods, creative flow. Creative flow says like a Beethoven sonata. Not to mention reduction in food. Yeah, okay. Is that why you do your intermittent fasting or fasting or or portion control, or all this ranting and raving you do about your food problems and your meditations. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason why. It seems like we are mostly trying to induce vitality, or chi. Yeah, most of what you see on Instagram and stuff is on how to induce more vitality, or yeah, all the fitness enthusiasts and all those things. and uh, They're trying to induce you to more vitality so they can you'll exercise more. And they, and they present a lot of superfoods. So the things you, you eat to lose weight, though actually you don't have to lose weight, you don't eat. So, yeah, that's paradoxical. I don't understand. Not to mention reduction in food, stretching, and yoga. Hakeem promoted Zen health, while the book, quote, Natural Cures, unquote, is a grim reminder that you need to cure the big one, death. Despite all your efforts, your karma remains mysterious. Yeah, despite all your meditations... You've meditated for how long now? Something like 45 years or some 40 years. And you don't admit how old you are and you hide the fact. And you, and you, um, you're, 
constantly obsessing about it. Uh, maybe if you stopped using the word, word uh, exercise and just did it. Yeah, okay. That you need to cure the big one, death. Despite all your efforts, your karma remains mysterious. Yeah, you still have no idea what your karma is tomorrow with that major disruption that's coming. Oh, don't, don't say that. Oh. Yeah, despite all your meditations, you, your karma remains mysterious. Yeah, what kind of advanced meditator are you? Seems you don't know anything about even tomorrow. With dark clouds on the horizon, it makes sense to push your practice to like six. To conquer inner space, you must have aggression. Wow. How are you going to get more vitality to be more aggressive? Huh. I thought... You only had sex in the spring, or, and it's not even the spring now, so. How are you going to get more vitality to, so you can, <laughs> so you can win more tennis games and singles, or, yeah. Have you been playing, like, 20-year-old, uh, Tennis players in the park to try to get more aggressive. Oh, yeah. To conquer inner space, you must have aggression. Hakeem was in good health at 70. He could sit in Zazen all day, chant sutras from morning to night, and speak or write for hours. Wow. At 70, Hakeem... And yeah, you aren't even that old. And can you sit in zazen all day, chant sutras from morning to night, and speak and podcast for hours? Can you? How long can you play tennis? Three, four, five, or six hours straight? How long? I don't know. Well, okay. To conquer inner space. You must have aggression. Is that why you are so so uh, aggressive at times? Uh, Hakeem was in good health at 70. He could sit in Zazen all day, chant sutras from morning to night, and speak and write for hours. Hakeem instructed his disciples, page 91, three Zen masters. Uh, hmm. Oh, I see you have some instructions here. What's all that? You have self-massage here? What's that? Massage the palm of each hand using the thumb. and Put the fingers of both hands together and stretch them. Rub the hands together. Massage each thumb. Massage the butt. Goes on and on. What's all this stuff? It says, Hakeem, to cure the dreaded ailment. Described in addition to the pill of seeing into one's nature and becoming the Buddha. Oh, you took a pill? Hakeem prescribed a pill of, quote, seeing into one's nature and becoming the Buddha. The best medicine there is, is this treatment. Imagine a duck egg-sized lump of the sweetest, most fragrant cream on the crown of your head. Let it melt gradually downward through your body, filling every pore, flushing out all sickness and disease as it spreads to the soles of your feet. As the warm cream circulates back up through the body, the internal organs are purified. The skin becomes radiant, and the equilibrium of mind and body is restored. Wow. This is from Hakeen. Yeah, it's called E-K-A-K-U, Hakeen, H-A-K-U-I-N, 1685-1768. Yeah, he's very aggressive in a way. Yeah, that's strange to send master to be aggressive. I don't know if it's our concept of aggressive, really. So, I think you should study Zen yourself uh, if you read the book, The Three Zen Masters.
others, then you could try to induce vitality. Be interesting if you could just describe what it's like to to be enlightened or like what's it like to meditate every morning and have a meditation practice. What's would you reach enlightenment and what what is that like? I mean I thought you said you had to re re enlighten or something. Oh don't understand. All right, we'll read a poem about it, okay? June 12th says, uh, I know you were taking up Zen or something, and you study everything, or you're jumping from one thing to the next. Oh, okay. Are you doing it with any vitality? Yeah. The next poem of June 12th says, Enlightenment seems to hang in the air. So is it still just hanging around? Is it like hanging around and and doing hanging out and oh, it's like a hangout, I guess. You hang out and do do zazen or something. Oh. Hmm. And then you have something here. Quote: uh, Zen grannies. What's a Zen granny? Is that like a shrewd old woman who? who love to confound pompous monks. So, oh, are you confounding, a, are you a pompous monk? And is there a shrewd old woman who might confound you? Our frequent recurrence in Zen literature, and Hakin had run-ins with a few himself. Old San, one such lady, couldn't wait to test Hakin. When he visited her hometown, in the interview, Hakin held up one hand, Silently challenged her to hear its sound. He, she yelled, quote, better than listening to Hakeem's one hand. Let's clap both and do some real business. Yeah. Yeah, instead of like, why, why are you doing this nonsense? I mean, why are you holding up one hand and saying, listen to the sound? when uh, There's some old shrewd old woman should just n- snap you out of this crap you're doing with this podcast. And let's clap both and do some real business. You should go back to work. And uh, Yeah, why don't you just go into traffic? Get in your car and go into traffic. Oh, whoa. Are you having a run-in with a shrewd old woman? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I see you're reading something from the pup, uh, the about Zen grannies. Uh, what are you reading? What's the poem say? That's Hakeen. Yeah, that was funny stuff. Actually, that's an interesting... I guess that's an interesting book you got there, huh? Oh, yeah. Is that why you turned to Japanese Zen? Yeah. Poem. Enlightenment seems to hang in the air, there for the taking for anyone who will sit in contemplation. Oh. So it's hanging. It is there. Yeah, enlightenment seems to hang in the air, there for the taking for anyone who will sit in contemplation. If this starts happening every day with regular expression, then I guess you are either a master or just a beginner and have become a practitioner. <laughs> oh, so you could be either one of those things if you sat in meditation with regular expression. I guess that you are either a master or just a beginner and have become a practitioner. The practice has a certain eloquence with repetition. You can sit still until you get a Zen diploma. You can read the entire Pali Canon. William James even quantifies the factors. Sitting in the proper position is very classical and very experiential. Emptiness of mind may just mean you clean up your mess. Uh Oh, is that emptiness of mind? Uh, 
may just mean you clean up your mess. It might make sense to visit the temple while passing through life. You can hang on to the eternal. When your bad karma runs out, then your mind comes to a stop. Wow. I wish my bad karma would run out. Huh. When your bad karma runs out, then your mind comes to a stop. Your soul takes off the body. A soul you certainly have. Don't be fooled by a simple Buddhist. <laughs> oh, you're saying that uh, the Buddhist claiming you don't have a soul is not right. You actually have one. Yeah. Oh, you're so, you believe in the soul, existence of the soul. Yeah, don't be fooled by a simple Buddhist. Uh-huh. Hmm. It says here, E.Q. Sojun, June, S-O-J-U-N, 1394-1481, rejected his Inca, his I-N-K-A, Certificate of Enlightenment from his master, page 7, preface, Three Zen Masters by John Stevens. Oh, so that's the author of the the book, Three Zen Masters, yeah. Wait a minute, and this guy rejected his Zen diploma. Why are you getting so complicated here with this stuff, with the diplomas and the shrewd old women and the Zen grannies? And the, can't you just grab the enlightenment that seems to hang in the air? Mm-hmm.